0: Good morning, everyone. So I'm so excited today. Welcome to Engage with Michelle Gage, Real Estate Real Talk, No BS. We're going to shake things up a little bit today and get off of the real estate topic. And I wanted to introduce you to someone um, that's a secret weapon for me that I'm so excited to share. Um, This person helped me to bring balance, energy and happiness back into my life. So let's start it off. This is Lisa Desberg of The Magnifying Glass. Thank you for being here. Hi, Michelle. You're also my
1: secret weapon <laughs> in terms of real estate. I know that's not the topic today, but helping me sell my house, have interim housing, housing, and then build a
0: house was a huge deal. And I just love you for all of your help. Thank you. And it was amazing, honestly. And this is, I guess we can quickly say how we met. So... um Obviously, I get leads from everywhere, referrals from past clients, and this particular was an online type thing. Had no idea, you click a button, you go through all these things, you answer the phone, and all of a sudden, there's this amazing person. I could tell she was smiling on the other side of the phone. <laughs> when she picked up, Lisa, was so great. So great energy right then and there, and then it just took off. Um, we connected, and yeah, a full year, I think it was, from start to finish. It was. It yeah. was a January to December. Um I think we can call it a
1: synchronicity, as in we were meant to connect the way we were, even though we had no clue and it was very unlikely that we would ever be matched. 100% and it's one in a million. One in a million that happened,
0: Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah, good. So what do you want to share with us today? I left it completely open to Lisa. Um, she has the platform. Um, she knows some of the things that she's helped me with. And I think that um, I did want to preface this with so part of the reason for even bringing Lisa in today is I get asked, um, I don't know, maybe a couple of times a week, but in my career, my 30 year career, how do I do this? How do I balance um, You know, being a mom, being a business owner, dealing with clients all day, um, you know, just all of the things that are in our lives, how do I do it? So this is how I do it. Lisa right here, she has all the secrets. So I left it completely open for her today to share. Um, So what do you want to start with? Well,
1: Michelle, when you said, hey, will you be on the podcast? And I thought, talk, a conversation
0: with you, talk to you,
1: absolutely. (laughs) And that was the one thing you said. People ask me, how do I do it all? And I thought to myself, oh, that's something to chew on. Well, the truth is none of us do it all. Right. (laughs) There are supports in place in many different ways. That's how successful people succeed. But I mulled that question over in my head. And I think when you introduce self-care and self-love into your life, you have more capacity to do more. That's if you want to do more. You can also do less.
0: (laughs) That's a good point, because that's how it actually worked for me. I did less. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I was doing way too much Mm -hmm. and taking on everybody else's Mm -hmm. shit. (laughs) Seriously, right? And and wearing it and carrying it around with me every day. So good point. Yeah. And I think that goes back to
1: one of our one-on-one sessions about boundaries and what that looks like. Um, With certain people, with certain situations, with yourself, people forget that they can have boundaries with themselves. But going back to kind of the umbrella talk of self-love and self-care, it's intertwined. But the more you love yourself, the more you're apt to care about yourself. But caring about yourself looks different in different stages. I mean, from moment to moment. So I will say that if we are to talk about self-love and self-care today, we have to talk about it in a personalized way and in a trial and error type of way. (laughs) And the trial and error, like I said, spans the spectrum. It can be, oh, I'm going to try this this week and it's not going to work, or you can try it for a whole year. But it's really personal to the person.
0: And I agree with you on that 100%. And through my journey, that's where I think Lisa really came in, because a lot of it... um, I got stuck on. I got stuck, um, not intentionally, Mm -hmm. you know, but it was almost like a block. I couldn't get beyond the spot that I was at. And she was able to, with her infinite wisdom, she's amazing, you know, some of the things that she shares and her ideas, that being that person that's outside of you can see and obviously has the background and the knowledge to do it. But really, that helped me so much yeah yeah um
1: when you talk about a limitation (laughs) right like all of a sudden you feel limited you don't know why and um so there are points where we get stagnant and that's because of complacency or comfortability or because we're kind of deer in headlights like what do i do i'm not sure what to do i'm overwhelmed um but really that's when you branch out and say to yourself let me try this. Okay, that's not going to work. Let me try this. And there are many things to try. I think a quote unquote self care checklist is the way to go. Okay. (laughs) Um, Are we going
0: to be able to get that from you not in this podcast, but maybe? Absolutely. In fact, I think um, when you
1: (laughs) when you try something and it hits for you, or it lands for you, however you want to say, and you think, oh, this would be a good thing to incorporate, you know, for my daily living, (laughs) then you know, ah, you know, it, you don't want to make it a force thing. So, for example, a gratitude practice.
0: Absolutely. 100% on that. That's mine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's a wonderful thing to share with other people because as soon as you're saying what you're grateful for, if you have the energy too, you can tell the person or 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 so. Um, growing up. Uh, we had a great, very grateful household, and that translated into how I raised the youngest, which is a gratitude practice at night. And it's funny to listen to what little kids say. Yeah. Because it used to be, I'm grateful for clean water. I'm grateful for shoes. I'm grateful for the countries on the map. And I was like, these are amazing things to be grateful
0: for. Right? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm glad that you brought that up, because when I first started this, I way before I even met Lisa, I was in a really bad spot. Um I I think now I was definitely depressed, didn't know it at the time Mm -hmm. and didn't seek the help that I should have. But anyway, my gratitude was just that. I am warm. Mm -hmm. I have food. I have a house. It was very basic because I had gone to such a dark place at that point in time in my life, right? It was so complicated and so many things going on that I had to start very simple. Yes. Yeah. And
1: with a grateful heart, and a grateful mind, Um, you are telling the universe, I am grateful for everything I have. And therefore, I'm open and available for more things to be grateful for. And then more things start flowing to you. (laughs) And then your gratitude practice grows because you're like,
0: whoa. And that's exactly it. Because for me, being grateful for the small things opened me, that's the right word, it definitely opened me, and it just snowballed from there. Mm-hmm. So now, like you said, sharing. Now I'm at the point where I can share with not only my clients but my family. Yeah, my family because I think they took the biggest hit mm. out of everything, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm giving to my work and all the expectations of the things that bring you, you know, money and your day to day and your responsibilities as an adult, right? So my family got the worst of it. So, so that begs the question: what, who
1: benefits? from self-love and self-care besides you. It really is the people closest to you. So the positive ripple effect that ripples out in these beautiful ways that like you see, but then the vibration's so low, like you don't see, but people do. So the whole it's very selfish, no way, no how, (laughs) the benefits abound. And we so we started with something simple like gratitude. But if we were to explore, you know, more on a checklist, what about what we're seeing even like in professional sports, people taking the time to meditate before they need to actually go out and perform? So they're clearing their head. They're gaining kind of like a, a greater perspective on how to react to things. Um, they're, as you would say, becoming more balanced with their energy within or at least moving the energy within.
0: Right. And that meditation or visualization, oh, that's yes. the other part of this, you know, visualizing, you know, having something, you know, from A to B. If you're trying to finish something or complete something, you know, that visual, visual- visualization, visualization. Mm-hmm is huge. Mm-hmm. Right? Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, my favorite talks about visualization are from Michael Phelps.
0: Mm, good one. Yeah. He.
1: Excellent. Yeah. In fact, maybe we talked about it. I'm not sure. Um, but so let's take it a step further. So first we had meditation and then we went to visualization. Uh, how about embodiment? Good Acting point. and feeling right. and vibrating as if It's yours. As if you have it, you did it. Um, Embodiment is something that I think some people do in their craft. So yes, sports um, players, but also even actors and actresses, you know, right? Like that's how they're taught to. But what about us? Let's let's broach the topic of manifestation for a second. Getting what you want, attracting what you want, calling in. Well, one way to do it is to act like you already have it. So let's go. Go back to our initial conversations when I first, first met you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It all happened so quickly. (laughs) Right. I thought about it on a Friday. I got in touch with you on a Saturday by the grace of God and um, found the lot and the property. And you called me and said, are you leaning against something? And I said, yeah. And you said, oh, out of 17 people, you got it. And I think you said, like, how do you feel about that? Right. And not being cocky, just being realistic. Yes. I was
0: like, oh, I knew I was going to get in the show. <laughs> so I didn't know Lisa that well then. This is at the very beginning.
1: Yes. And for a <laughs> while, you used to joke with me, oh, or did you manifest it again? Yeah. You used to for a while. Oh, yeah. You were like, okay, are we gonna manifest this, we're we gonna manifest that? And I remember saying to you when you said, Oh, we'll manifest, you know, in August date, I was like, Oh, Michelle, yeah. No. <laughs> not, not the August. Not realistic.
0: And <laughs> hey, you have to start somewhere. Yeah.
1: Right. Um But I do feel like the embodiment piece, acting, knowing, feeling, um, is, is a good is a good thing to do in terms of self-love and self-care. But for your real estate people who are listening right now Um, driving down the neighborhoods that they want to live on. (laughs) Agreed. Right. Looking for the furniture for a specific room in a house.
0: Yes. And the thing of it is, like, right now where the inventory is so low, that's what we're doing. Mm. That's what good agents are doing. So I ask my people, um, you know, where do you want to live? And we're writing handwritten notes to these people like, hey, are you thinking of selling in a year? You know, these are just ideas. This is all part of this. This is why, Uh, you know, one of the other reasons I wanted to bring you in because the mindset of the clients that are out there right now, buyers, they're very discouraged. uh You know, it's not unusual to have written or five offers and gotten rejected i mean good offers these people are putting you know blood on that piece of paper to to the point where everything is on the line for them and the rejection 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 Mm -hmm. right
1: okay so so two things to that the first mantra and manifestation Mm -hmm. is focus on the what not the how and when you focus on that what (laughs) what you want what you desire like Whole hog. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't worry about how you're going to get there because it's not going to be how you think you
0: get there. It's... You never focus on the how anyway. Right. That is, if no, if you're not going to take anything else from the session, mm-hmm. that's it right there. Right. Don't ever worry about the how. Right. It finds its way. Right. Yeah. And if you trust yourself. Correct. And you trust the universe
1: that both are conspiring for your greater good, then the outcome will be that good and even better than you could ever imagine. Right. So I'll liken it to an analogy I was given because I love analogies. Um, You put an address in your GPS and you're 100% sure you know how to get there. And then it reroutes you because of different types of obstacles. Right. (laughs) Things that you could not foresee. Right. But you get there. (laughs) So to anybody who is discouraged, not that I'm, you know, chanting, toxic positivity. <laughs> but I'm telling you that reframing how it looks right now um, will get you much farther than staying in the little hole. I love that, reframing. Yeah, yeah reframing. I love it.
0: Absolutely, yes. And and trust me, it does work because other clients that have taken on this idea, mm-hmm. it, it, it has worked for them. Yeah. Um, so it definitely is a great tip for all of you buyers out there right now, definitely. Yeah. Good.
1: And... Um, to add to add to the manifestation piece i think you can also amplify other people's manifestation so surely you can want what you want in terms of calling people or opportunities or things material things into your life But you might um, add some of your energy to other people. So I've seen Michelle do that for her buyers, which is why I'm just adding that in. So if you're somebody who's listening who's not in the market but somebody else is, you can simply say to them, I'll help you to amplify your manifestation by also putting that positivity into the world in terms of being grateful that you're going to find a house and so on and so forth. Um, I think the more um, energy you have surrounding it, uh, the more likely it is to happen. It's, It's that frequent we just talked about.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. Definitely. (laughs) Because I throw a lot of energy into this. I know. Definitely do. Good. (laughs) So tell me something else. So we touched on a little bit, um, kind of an overview of a lot of different things. But if you, you know, meeting someone for the very first time, and I know it depends. So you talk to them, find out their story, where they're at, and all of that. But what is one of the most important things, you know, self care, but if you had to use you know, like one tip, one thing, what would you What would you start with or what would you say to someone?
1: Hmm. I'll just tell you the first thing that comes to mind because I like to listen to my intuition. So my intuition is telling me to tell you and your listeners that why don't you try to sit with yourself in stillness, in the quiet, so no distractions from TV, radio, mostly phone and social media, and see what comes through and whatever comes through you might decide to grab a pen and a piece of paper or your note-taking app and write down what did what what is on your mind and your heart that you just weren't listening to be to because all the other noise in the world was tuned way the hell up which right which is true i think um our consumption versus staying in stillness or maybe doing a little bit of creating can be off balance. So sit with yourself, listen to yourself, be honest with yourself. And then maybe, maybe make a plan or maybe don't. Just
0: a- know what you know. Agreed. So I've done this many times with Lisa. And in the beginning, it was very difficult for me because I wasn't open and I was very blocked. But the I guess going back to it and now thinking about it, as you were talking about sitting in stillness, it's the first thing that comes to your mind so you're trying to be quiet you're trying to meditate you're trying to still your mind um what comes out what pops into your mind that's what you're writing down as bizarre as it might seem at that moment or scattered you write all of that down whatever wherever you go because stilling your body and trying to still your mind forces those things forward Am I saying that correctly? You are. Okay. So that is what I'm trying to get at. Because in the beginning, um, <laughs> I guess I was, I, it was negative for me in the beginning. I was like, oh, is this really going to work? And should I do this? And how do I still, like, I even bought a book and I had a timer and I was doing, okay, 10 seconds you can sit still and not worry about things, right? And then 15 seconds, 20 seconds, it didn't work for me. But this practice did. Because Lisa gave me the permission to what came into my mind. I was I could write that down. So it gave me an activity. Yeah. Does that
1: make it? It makes total sense. Okay. Some people, <laughs> in case words help, because you
0: and I talk about
1: the language, yeah. helping people to kind of understand. So I, I think some people call it a brain dump. Yes. And they just get everything out on paper like Bleh. And it's amazing what comes out your head, down your arm, out on paper. You're like, oh, that's what I was thinking of. And some people call it a mind sweep because they don't like the the idea of a brain dump, but it's the same thing. Um, And then you clear some space in your head. And (laughs) to use an analogy, what's in your head, your thoughts are are valuable real estate (laughs) So maybe, just maybe, you need to kind of sort through it, swift through it. Um, Some of the stuff that's on paper, you can cross out. Be like, okay, it's out. I don't need to focus on it. And maybe circle the things you actually want to keep top of mind. And you can say, okay, put that back in your head. You want to. Agreed. But some of the things that come out don't necessarily need to have any
0: action taken. They're just thoughts. No, but I also found that silence. So a dump, a brain dump for me is very... um, energy it has a lot of energy it's yes. reactive it's proactive it's like okay here we go start writing write 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 right. whatever comes out right 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 this other thing the stillness piece was different for me that kind of after I dumped you know what I mean it opened up it was very creative I guess is what I'm trying mm. to say so things that were on my dump that were stuck so meaning like um I was trying to do a particular thing, and I was stuck with it, and I don't have time for it, whatever that was. The stillness piece brought the creativity and the next step. And I hate to use the word how, but the how. Right? I that, saw that
1: for you, and yeah. I'm still seeing that for you. Yeah. I think some of the dynamic ways you have shifted some of your output, your creation, if you will, Yeah has been superb and I've witnessed it I even think I've said a few times in recent memory like great job Michelle this looks really good like this so the growth that comes from being still with yourself being honest with yourself um taps into those reservoirs that maybe like you said weren't flowing yeah and if I were to just go a little bit woo on you for a second, um, I'm also a Reiki master teacher. So Michelle and I had one full session on chakras, mm-hmm. the energy centers in your body, the main, the seven main ones, because there are more than that. But it, it starts with, the, you know, the foundational, the root. And then it goes up. But if the root's out of alignment, then everything else is. So the root develops from when you're in the womb to when you're seven years old. And then every chakra after develops every seven years. And some people's last chakra at the very top of your head, kind of that enlightenment, never does if they don't start to do this type of work. And that might be fine for the person if they want to stay at a certain level. But it's not fine for a lot of people right. who want that like that, that wisdom and that goodness that, oh, my God, I feel like the best or, or the favorite version of myself because I'm, like, totally right. tuned in to, to myself and, and, and other things.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Happiness is the key here. Mm. This is why I did it. hmm Yeah. That's why I do it, too. Yeah. To be happy in myself, to be comfortable, and to be able to share with others because I wasn't before. Yeah. I was blocking people out and being very angry. I was tired of being angry all the time, right? So this was great.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. In fact, some of the conversations I have, and, and you and I have talked about this with some people, and I'm listening to them fetch. right? They're yeah. complaining from like seven times in a row. I'm like, uh-huh, 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 And I'm thinking to myself, well, A, I'm glad I'm not there. Like I'm not that person. That's just not where I go to. And B, maybe I talk to them a little bit less, <laughs> Right, because I really don't need them
0: putting it on me. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Great. Right. So one of the things I definitely wanted to bring up today, because this was a big one for me. Um, again, being a mom and you know having a house and a wife and all of those things, um, boundaries. Yes. I had no boundaries. Mm-hmm. Over, I'm gonna be 60 this year, and just over time, um. You know, I like to help people. You know, that's part of my personality. Like people would ask, will you do this? Sure, sure, sure. I'll do this, do this, do this, mm-hmm. do this. Um, and, and also emotional things. So not just tasks and, you know, things that I would take on that way, you know, day to day, daily tasks. But emotional things I was also taking on from other people. And I didn't, I didn't have any boundaries. I didn't even know how to do them. Mm-hmm. So Lisa showed me how and taught me. It was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do.
1: And yet, our conversation last week, yeah. you said, Oh, I'm killing this. I'm doing a really great job with boundaries. And I said, Michelle, that is so wonderful to hear. A lot of times people say, I just can't do it. And of course, they can, but they, they, they're not there. And right. you're there. You implemented them. Yeah. Okay. So, a few things on boundaries. Mm. This is, you know, one on, 101. You're yeah. probably at the 500 level now. <laughs> 101. Clear is kind. So, if you can be clear in what you need and communicate your needs, that kind of says, okay, here's where I go to and stop, and here's where somebody else or some other situation begins. So, there has to be some type of line, invisible or not. Another thing, (laughs) if you let's go back to the checklist, if you say, okay, here are my values, here are my priorities, here are my goals. And, and you have them in front of you. And then you're looking at your daily and your weekly and your monthly schedule. Here's what I do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they don't seem to align. Like you can't, quote unquote, match them and color code them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then your boundaries are, in fact, off. Right. right. <laughs> you are putting into cups yeah. that aren't the ones that you're actually wanting to focus on. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you could um, work on the alignment of, What you say is what you do is how you feel, like all of that, Mm -hmm. then your boundaries will probably be a bit easier to quote unquote set. Of course, there will be issues. (laughs) And sometimes when there are issues, you have to script out your boundaries. You need to actually write out what you want to say. Right. And Melissa Urban, um, who's the founder of Whole30 and the author of the book of boundaries, um, offers like a green light boundary script. A yellow light one and a red light one. So you can start really mild. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to work for me right now. Right. It, it, just a really simple one. Yeah. <laughs> not, not much explanation. But you might need to go a little bit deeper because maybe your boundary with an adult child is different than your in-laws, which is different than your coworkers.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And I even do this, too, in a business sense with clients. Mm-hmm. I never had that. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you how many times I was at a dinner party. I mean, an event that I should be physically there. And I'm answering my phone because I felt that my clients needed me. Mm -hmm. Right. So I have started doing that. Um, They've understood it. You know, surprisingly, I always thought I'm going to lose clients and I'm going to lose business, but absolutely not. It's it's a win-win for everybody, you know, setting the expectations, setting the boundary, right? Clear. Um, and if, if there's a challenge, I have a challenge with it, okay, you know, we can create it or, you know, change it up a little bit if we need to, right, in those instances. But it's been very helpful. I'm so glad. I also think that
1: um, a boundary with yourself, like you saying I wanted to be present and then I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it was the the client, but it was also with yourself and mm. acknowledging, like, this is my one life to live. Why yes. don't I try to tune in to what really, like, where I should be, not should. I always say it's never a good idea to should on yourself. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but analyzing it for what it is. Another thing with boundaries, um, they might feel a little funky in certain situations, mm. but they it's not a black and white thing. It can be gray. Right. You can... You can, just like all of self-care and self-love, you can do the trial and error period. If that doesn't feel good, you can switch it up. Nothing's hard and fast. Right. Um, but playing around with boundaries and then seeing the success you can have with them, which you've had them, is awesome. I also have had success. And one simple success is
0: I, I took my work email off my phone. Right. Amazing, right? That's I can't certainly do that. And all you people know that there's no way I'm taking you off my phone, because that's my lifeline to all of you. But no, right. that for someone like yourself. Yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so anything else last minute that you'd like to share today? Well,
1: I guess we'll circle back to gratitude. Yeah, I'm grateful for you, for your knowledge, for your energy, for your friendship, um, for your collegiality right here, mm-hmm. um, that we have a mutually beneficial. Relationship. It's not that all relationships have to be like that, but I think (laughs) to fast forward back to where we were at boundaries, it's really nice when people can give and take in a way that feels really normal and natural. Um, Not that it's equal, just that it's like it feels right. Um, So, to everybody who's wondering, "Ah, where do I even start with self care and self love? Yes. (laughs) Why don't you try the stillness in the free write journaling and see if you can come up with something? And then from there, you can contact me. You can contact Michelle. Yeah. And there are so many wonderful journals and books out there and podcasts too, I should say, um, that you can use as a resource because I think having something in your ear, just like this podcast, only amplifies it, to use that word, um, so that way your focus is on it. Right. Right? right. Like you probably focus on real estate and mm-hmm. you know money and stuff like that, and I'm focusing on self-care and, and money too. I'm, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but yeah. when I'm listening to thought leaders on such a topic I feel inspired Mm -hmm. and then like
0: I start to integrate right so right that's amazing good (laughs) so we're going to have this checklist for you reach out to us as Lisa said and we'll have this and um, I have all her information we're going to be sending this out to all of you how to get started and what's nice with Lisa is you can do um, small little uh, mini sessions I would call them um not a lot of obligation to them. She does it one-on-one. There's a lot of flexibility with this. And that's why I loved it because for me, I needed to start small, right? Right. Starting small. And then it grew from there. So, so happy to have you here. Mm. Thank you again. This was great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it.